Everybody. Welcome to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Uh, this week we have episode 69 for you. Ooh. We made it. Ooh, it's jokes. Doug Glatt episode. It's the Doug Glatt episode, everybody. It's an objectively funny episode. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Laughter required for this episode. Sorry. If you don't find uh, this funny, you're required to laugh. That sucks. Oh, uh, yeah. How you doing this week, Kellen? Who's your number 69 that we're going with today? You can't beat Doug Glatt, so good luck. 69 is Rashad Coward. Uh, I could have gone Jared Allen. He played for the Bears, but I really hated him. And yeah. I, I, I kind of hate Rashad Coward, too, just because he's bad. But um, that's all Bears offensive linemen these days. So can't complain too much, I guess. Uh, we'll yeah, but on numbers soon, though. We're going to finally get into some good stuff. Can't wait. Um, How many were 31? Plus 51. We're 351 episodes away from 420. So we're getting there. Nice. Yeah. Good math. Wow, Cal. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, no, quick, I'm quick on my feet. It's not a yeah. big deal. But let's move into a little bit of Super Bowl preview here. We got the Bengals. We got the Rams. That's who it is, whether we like it or not here, Josh. Yeah, I understand that. We Some don't. key matchups in the game. Uh that, that I just want to address uh, first and foremost. This is this is going to be the biggest matchup in the game. The most important one is going to be Aaron Donald and Von Miller versus that Bengals offensive line, which is the worst in the NFL. So if they eat them alive, I'm gonna be so happy. Aaron Donald it's, is a pick, yeah. so I'm claiming him. Okay, you, you, that's fair. You could do that for sure. Um, those Tyler Boyd, Bill Lickler. If they, if the Bengals, I mean, obviously, like that's gonna be that's gonna be the key for the Bengals because it seems like so, it, this seems like a great matchup for the Rams, but a lot of games have seen seem like not a great matchup for the Bengals, and it just seems like Joe Burrow just figures out ways to win ball games at this point. And do you say, Kellen, that this game might be won or lost in the trenches? It this is a game that will be won or lost in the trenches. It, thank you for just simplifying this whole this whole thing for for us. In, in case you haven't heard this before, before a football game, before the Super Bowl, this game will be won or lost in the trenches. It, it's just going to happen. Chills. And hey, on the other side of the football, Rams haven't been running the ball that great. My cat just fell down. What an idiot. Um, <laughs> I thought I was going to poop in a box for a second. Um, but on the other side of the football, the Rams have not been running the ball particularly well. The Bengals' defense has been playing a lot better. They've been getting a lot more takeaways. That D-line against that Rams' offensive line, which has been really good this year. Trenches. 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 This is this is going to be – bring your hard hats. Uh, pack your uh, your pails. I don't know. The, yep. Uh, yeah, I got it. And you're getting there? It's some hat-to-hat football, okay? Uh-oh. Yes. Hat-to-hat. That's it. Better myself. Yeah. Although, I mean, <laughs> go ahead. This also does just completely reek of the secondary having an atrocious error. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this just be – it's going to be 56 to 54. <laughs> There's going to be – I mean, that could happen too because – Absolutely. Yeah. 
I, I saw a, t- a tweet uh, last week. It was like, what Cooper Cup is about to do to Eli Apple in the Super Bowl has to be against Black History Month policies. And I was like, that's probably fair, actually, because Eli Apple is not a very good corner. No. He, he's on his third team, on it, and he's, he hasn't even – like, he's on his rookie contract still. That's insane. Yeah, that, it takes talent to be almost that bad. Yeah. But- a matchup I'm kind of looking forward to seeing in this is the jersey matchup. What do you think of the jersey matchup, Callum? So oh, we get what, the, what are the colors? The Bengals are black. Oh, like the it. White or orange pants. I don't think they're wearing all black. I don't think they're going all black. Oh, they, if they went all black, that would be so cold. Yeah, if they went all black, because I think the Rams are all white. Let me look up. Oh, if we got a color rush Super Bowl, oh, dude. Yes. That would be insane. I mean, as long as the Bengals aren't wearing their oranges, I think it's a it's going to be a decent uniform. I mean, minus the Rams, I hate everything the Rams have done with their uniforms. So uh, yeah, they, they have moved the for me. So the Bengals, yeah, we got them wearing the blacks, which are sharp. I will give it to the Bengals. Them changing their jerseys was a smart move, but like, I mean, the Rams, their jerseys just yeah, it's black with the white pants. And then, which we all like, the Rams are going white with yellow. Oh, God. So, yeah. I, that's terrible. It's, ter- it's, a, it's a great uniform versus a horrible uniform. It's terrible. It will make it easier for me to root for the Rams. There will be a little bit more of a natural feeling to me rooting for the Rams. So I'm hoping that that works. Didn't the Rams wear white in the Super Bowl they lost, though? Probably. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. They were they, they had their old uniforms though still. So they, they at least had decent hey, uniforms. At least we're not wearing the cream uniforms though. Yeah. Did you see uh, that TikTok? Sorry, speaking of uniforms, just real quick before we move on. Yeah. Did you see that TikTok of the guy that had every single Rams jersey and he took all of them off like to celebrate going to the Super Bowl? He was wearing He was wearing like twenty. Like imagine that being your life that you own every Rams jersey that's ever happened. Josh, are you gonna make fun of the man too much here, or like what? What? That's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's real sad. That's gonna be you in twenty years. No, because at least the Steelers have sick jerseys. Um. For the oh, Rams. I thought you were just saying like having that many jerseys of your oh, team is like pathetic or something. No, it's the yeah. fact that the Rams. Okay. I was confused. I was like, I what, have what 30, is this? Here? I have like 33 sports jerseys, Kelly. Yeah, I know. I was con- I was so confused. Like, are you are we actually gonna try to make fun of a guy for no, being I- that obsessed with his team? He has so many jerseys. Well, okay, you're talking about the, yeah, the different variations. I yeah, that's the press jersey. Yeah. But anyway, you were saying. Sorry, the, I'm not the other matchups I'm looking forward to aside from Eli Apple versus Cooper Cup. And uh, obviously, Aaron Donald versus the offensive line. Uh, Jalen Ramsey versus whoever the, the Bengals' third best wide receiver is because he never guards, he never covers their think- best receiver. It's not going to be Jamar Chase, and it's it's not going to be uh what's the Clemson guy's name? The uh, T Higgins. It's probably he's going to be covering uh, Tyler Boyd the whole game. So is, get ready for that. Is a pit receiver, which really sucks for me that he he lit it up at Pitt with Kenny Pickett. I think. Yeah. He's an awesome number three receiver to have. That's how filthy the Bengals are. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I totally agree with you, though, because Jalen Ramsey is not going to – like, there's too much about him versus Jamar Chase. He doesn't – that's not his game. Yeah. Oh, he, he – I mean, if he covers him, I think it'll be fun because I mean, Joe Burrow doesn't 
always th- I, it, like a lot of the, what you see with Jamar Chase is yards after catch, and you know, yeah, uh, you know, if you put Jamar Chase in the slot, then you might get a better chance of Jalen Ramsey covering him and everything. That that could be fun, but I don't know why the Bengals would do that. Like, why put why give them a reason to have their best corner on your best receiver? So yeah. He's never, yeah, he's never gonna do that. He's gonna, he's gonna cover Tyler Boyd and probably suffocate Joe Mixon. So he'll, he'll, he'll probably have a good game. This game could be a shootout as well, like we said, where a lot of it's gonna come down to Stafford as well. I mean, what, what, what Stafford are we gonna see? He wasn't incredible against the 49ers, but he won them the game. No, I totally agree. And I think, I don't know. I think like he's gonna be ready. I, I just think he's gonna be ready to go. Like, I feel like, he might be too loose could be the issue because I feel like he's going at this and it's two completely differing things. Joe Burrow's most likely assuming he's going to be back in a Super Bowl. That's just how, that's just how it goes. Okay. The Bengals are looking like a team that's going to be around for a few years. I mean, Matt Stafford, this is, could be it. Like he's yeah. his whole life to this and he's got a chance. So you just got to let it fly, baby. Let it fly, but not too bad. Don't. Yeah be bad it, like for me matt stafford it, he doesn't feel like a guy where where the lights are too bright for him or anything yeah but he's also not a guy where it's just like you know what you're getting every game from him either because <laughs> you could get a bad stafford where he just throws three picks and you have you have no chance of winning the game at all and i like like i said the Bengals defense has been taking the ball away a lot this postseason so if you get even just an average game from him they could take advantage and the Bengals just hang around with Joe Burrow. They, I mean, we crowned the Chiefs champions when they beat the Bills, and they beat the Chiefs. So, yeah. As, I mean, Brit, Brittany Mahomes crowned the Chiefs champions after she sprayed that champagne bottle over all the fans. So, and Patrick, tough look. Patrick Mahomes also did say, like, let me. I got this touchdown, and he didn't have that touchdown, or yeah. the Chiefs actually win that game. People forget that Patrick Mahomes made a terrible call. Uh, threw a really bad interception in overtime yeah. too. People just really do forget about that. Yeah. But I do think that that could hurt the Rams. Who do you think, which quarterback do you think is going to rush for more yards? Because I have a feeling that. Joe Burrow. Yes, that's what I think, but I also feel like Matt Stafford's probably going to get it done on, with his legs. I think, okay, uh, Joe Burrow is going to run for more yards. Matt Stafford is more likely to score a touchdown running, though, on a QB sneak. So Matt, Matt Stafford's going to be a lot more impactful with his yards on the ground. Exactly, exactly. Or will be, which I all it's those great yards right there. Yes, I will agree with you there. Also, uh, yeah, uh, I really I like I know you don't want the Bengals to win. I want the Bengals to win. I'm going to put that on record because that will be two straight years where the Chicago Bears have beat the Super Bowl champs in the oh. year that they won the Super Bowl. Just saying that made that I don't know if you know about the transitive property or anything here, Josh, but that would make. The Chicago Bears, the best team in the NFL, technically. That's really cool. You know what I do? That's know? just math. You do. You know what I do know a lot about, Kellen? Yeah. Actually, winning Super Bowls with my team, um, and not having to live vicariously through others. But you know, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that. I'm not ashamed to admit that I don't know that. So something that feels pretty good. So when you get the chance, if you ever get the chance to not live vicariously through everyone else, you have you took you had a Super Bowl with Robbie Gold. Um, that was a you you claimed that as being the uh, the Bears beating the, the Packers. The 49ers <laughs> beating the Packers with Robbie Gold was sadly one of the greatest moments of my NFL fandom. That's oh, yeah, yeah. That's how that's what it's been like for me the last. 
decade and a half here. So it's been tough. I might be joining you. There's a chance. Yeah. No, Kenny Pickett, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, um, other people, Justin Fields. Yes. Josh Allen. Why not? All right. We're going to take our first quick break. We'll be back with more of the show. So stay, so stay tuned. Michael Spillen here for the Flash Hauler Driving App, a convenient app for on-demand furniture moving, vehicle towing, and courier service. If you like being out on the road, not having people breathing down your neck, pressuring you to get stuff done by deadlines and time limits, join our fleet on the Flash Hauler Driving App. Earn money by driving your pickup or van, be your own boss, making your own schedule, not to mention the feeling of helping truckless people getting their furniture moved to wherever they need. If vehicle towing is more in your arena, we provide that service as well. And if you don't have a truck or a van, no worries. The app enables you to do courier gigs. It's an easy process to sign up and get approved to be part of the Flash Hauler Hero team. Be proud of what you do while you do it at your convenience. So what are you waiting for? Grab your phone, download and install the Flash Hauler, that's F-L-A-S-H-O-L-R driver app, or visit our website, H-O-L-R-apps.com, getting it hauled in a flash. This segment on Elevation 5280 Sports is brought to you by the Flash Hauler Driver app, helping people move in a flash. So, who do you think wins this game here, Josh? Do I think wins this game? <sighs> like, sadly, I just think the Bengals are unstoppable. Okay. Somehow. They, somehow. It, they've just figured out ways to win, it seems but like. The Rams have hung around, and they've been down and out multiple times in the playoffs. Yeah. And they've found a way to win. They've also choked away quite a few opportunities to close out games. But they've been down and out, and they've always – they've just seemed to make that little extra play that, like, oh, they're not going to do this. Like, oh, here goes Tom Brady again with another comeback, and boom, ended that narrative. Like, oh, you can't beat the 49ers? Boom, we'll end that narrative. So I don't know. Like, count them down now. But here's my prediction here. I think Odell's your Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean he, he's he's been a t- I mean he's been a great addition for the Rams since he's since yeah. he's gotten there. It, it like everything points towards the Rams winning this game. It feels like a really favorable matchup. The Rams defensive line is exceptional. The Bengals offensive line is terrible. That's I mean we we've we talked about it trenches guys. Go back ten minutes and listen to that part. But. It, again, like the Bengals, they just figure out ways to win. And there's something to be said about, you know, a team that's been there for the last couple of years, like the Rams, who just hasn't been able to get the job done. Maybe they're starting to feel the pressure, starting to feel that looming over them. This is their all-in year where they've traded for a lot of guys. They have no first-round picks coming up. They don't have any draft capital. So this is really the year that they have to do it. They could feel that overarching pressure. And the Bengals... They're new to the playoffs. They've made, you know, that they don't have the experience, but also maybe they're playing a little bit looser, and there's just a lot to take into account. We don't know how, what's in the players' heads right now. It really. And, uh, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a really close game, actually. I do agree. I think it will be a close game, and I, I'm honestly going to like the, the the Ram, like Matt Stafford and the Rams' offense is going to be the difference in this game. One way or another, it's going. That's going to be the difference. I think you can. 
Joe Burrow's going to be awesome. He's going to somehow combat against the terrible offensive line. But, like, it's also kind of, it just kind of gets that feel like guys get later into their careers and something comes over them where they're just not going to lose. And I think, Aaron, like, I feel like Aaron Donald is, like, kind of at the point where he's just not going to lose this game. Well, yeah, Matt, and you, like, Mike, you kind of... Aaron Donald oh. will not lose the game. Yeah, I mean, you kind of saw that against the the 49ers uh, a couple weeks ago where they showed him on the sidelines, you know, get uh, rallying the troops and everything. And Aaron Donald, like, for as great of a defensive tackle as he is and putting pressure on the quarterback, he's not that great against the run. Every mm-hmm. every time they ran at Aaron Donald after that, I mean, it, he, it was bottled up. The 49ers had no run offense in the fourth quarter. I mean, they had no offense in the fourth quarter because – he just he hit a different level, and the whole defense hit a different level. I, that, if they could do that again, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's going to come down to the Rams' offense for sure. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I think it should be a fun, fun. Super any Bowl any, uh, any non-game predictions? You know, halftime show commercials. What what, what are you looking forward to there? Commercials are going to disappoint me. They're going to let me down. Okay. They have for. They're going to let me down. I feel like it's going to be too much. We're all in this together. Not enough funny, stupid beer commercials. I think I think, a- I think Eminem is going to do something crazy. That's my I'm, bold prediction. They're either, see, they're either going to come out with a trans Eminem or they're going to make a way too serious commercial dubbed over by like MLK or something like that. And it's going to be controversial what Eminem does. Mark Eminem's. Yeah. Eminem's. M&M's is going to – they are going to make what? headlines following the Super Bowl. Will M&M make headlines? M&M will make headlines. M&M and M&M's, they're going to be in trouble after the Super Bowl by there, one political there, part. Is there a chance that they, like, have a They need to collab. Uh, they need to collab like, on something. Have, right? Yeah. So what do you think Mr. Peanut's going to do? He's gonna, Mr. Peanut's going to go straight to hell is what he's going to do because he's a dead man. He's he's a dead man. Planter, we're, we're in on baby Peanut now, okay? Planters, Planters has just like completely – they don't exist for 12 months out of the year. Yeah. And one day they spend their entire marketing budget just on the Super Bowl commercials and a few tweets that <laughs> leading up to the Super Bowl that are like, oh, watch and find out. What other brand are you looking forward to? Two for Doritos. Doritos has. There's usually a 50-50 shot. Doritos puts a commercial out there that will be banned to play on TV later. So I'm excited for that. Uh, I think uh, there's going to be some Bud Light commercial that we're going to think is hilarious at the time, and we're going to be absolutely sick of a month later. That's Uh, another easy prediction to make right there. Less than a month. I'm going a week. Now, what? I don't know what it is, but it's going to happen. Yeah. What beer? What beer company is going to have the best Super Bowl commercial? Is Bud Light taking that crown? It's probably Bud Light, but if we're gonna if we're gonna go with like more of a wild card pick, I mean Budweiser is just going to do the same gonna, thing. I'm going to get the horses. Who cares? The Clydesdales. I'm going to go with Dos Equis. Dos Equis is going okay. Yeah, we I don't even know if they're going to have a commercial. Have we heard anything about the most interesting man in the world recently? No, we have he's, not. Oh, he's made he's made a commercial appearance in um, man, it was him, the Old Spice guy, 
and Idris Elba in like some random commercial. You see, old oh, Booking.com. He was in a Booking.com commercial. You see, old yeah. it's totally canceled. What did, they, what did Old Spice do? Their, their deodorant's giving people chemical burns. Oh, that is my go-to deodorant. Yeah, I, I used to use it, and then I like thought I was just allergic to it, but turns out I was getting chemical burns, so I stopped using it. And then I found out like months. You I found out months later that people are actually like getting chemical burns and it's nasty but like yeah i was like oh i thought i was just like allergic to whatever they put in now like so i switched it up um but yeah old spice is in some hot water with some chemical burns. that's un- that's unfortunate because old spice can be you know while they could give us a really bad commercial or a really good commercial they'll probably just give us a serious commercial now that sucks and it is too bad so and like we're sorry i hope they do like a south park we're sorry from like the bp yeah. sorry <laughs> what what brand are you thinking is going to have the most confusing commercial that you're going to watch? It's going to be four minutes long, and you're just it's, not going to even know. Ford. 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 It's, a car, it's, it's a car brand. That's all I know. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. I've never understood car commercials or perfume commercials, and I'm not about to start during the Super Bowl. So. All right. Not, I'm like- not about to start when I'm nine beers deep, okay? Mm-hmm. That's all I know. Nine millers deep. Thank Miller, you very much. Yeah. Gonna go Bud Light. Miller's not going to make much noise during their commercials, though. Yeah, I'm probably going to go Bud Light. They didn't. They, it was Miller last time that like did that whole campaign where you just read their thing instead of watching everyone else's, and you got free, free beer. I I didn't even know that. I, I, I don't I don't recall the commercials. So we'll find we'll see what's happening. Um, what's going to be the biggest storyline outside of football coming out of this game? Like we had the streaker last year that made some pretty big noise. Um, is it going to like? I feel like it could be the halftime show. I think it's, it's going gonna, to it's gonna be the halftime show. It's going to be something regarding Tupac, 100%. And I'm also just feeling that, like, I'm working it up in my brain that this halftime show is going to have some controversy and something's going to happen, but I also feel like they know that this something's going to happen. And how disappointing would it be if nothing happens? It's going to be very. If Snoop Dogg is not, I'm saying this right now, if Snoop Dogg is not obviously high, Okay, well, that's not even a concern, though. Like, are we concerned about that? But, like, he did the, he did the NHL All-Star game, like, five years ago and dropped an F-bomb. Like... <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just really hoping that he's just going to be so stoned that something good happens. And if it is boring, like, and it's just like, oh, wow, wow, that was cool, good music. Like, I don't want that. I want, like... I want yeah. Well, so, like, the thing is, like, they got a bunch of guys who don't care like they don't care if they get in trouble they don't care if they're controversial but they're also at this point in their career where they they don't care about a halftime show either they like they're 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 there to collect a paycheck and they don't care if they're controversial because they've been controversial people know who they are and they don't need to be right now so yeah how many do they bring a car out do you think do you think they're gonna bring a low rider out onto the field Mm, I don't think they're gonna bring the car out. That that seems that seems like not enough. True. Kate, but like, Katy Perry rode a giant tiger. Okay. Yeah, but, okay, but I can just see it starting with like a low rider, and then uh-huh. like, oh, that's kind of cool. They're coming out in in a low rider, and then like, boom, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I thought the halftime show was awesome last year, and people roasted me for that take. So. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait 
until I see what the general consensus is on the halftime show before I pass any judgment. Easier that way. Which one of your family members is going to text you, what is this, first during the halftime show? Uh, My dad. Dad, okay. Yeah. I think it's going to be my grandma. Actually, I don't think my dad cares enough. Uh, It's probably going to be my mom. I I think it's going to be my grandma's going to text me and be like, who is this? And I'm going to be like, I don't know, grandma. I'm I'm old, too. I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) Who is this? I've seen these people. Text Isaac, who is this? (laughs) Yeah. So, crazy. It feels like Isaac was six just six years ago. It's crazy that he's 12 already. I can't believe that. So it's um, kind of wrap up our Super Bowl preview a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we can wrap, wrap up the Super Bowl talk, kind of jump into other sports slash segments. Uh, do you have any other sports notes here? Well, the NHL. Let's hear it. It is. I mean, I love I love professional sports for the fact that they just come out and they talk about growing the game, growing the game, growing the game, and at every single turn, it feels like they make the move to not grow the game and not do things well. So the the skills competition, the 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 All Star Game sucks. We see it with the Pro Bowl. No one even wants to be there. No one has any pride about being selected. Like it's just kind of eh, whatever. It happens. So you know Trevor Zegers made that sick like flip from behind the net goal. It was back mm-hmm. in the air, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right? So he wasn't named to be an all-star. But they brought him out for the skills competition. I don't know if you saw this. He did the uh the dodgeball. He blindfolded himself wearing an average Joe's jersey, went down, picked the puck up blindfolded with the stick, one hand does spin ramos, scores a goal blindfolded while getting dodgeballs thrown at him, okay? Alex Petrangelo, who is the, and they had a panel of judges, who's, it's is in Vegas, he's the Vegas Golden Knights, one of their players, and John Hamm, who's from like St. Louis or whatever, who, when when Petrangelo was there, huge Petrangelo fan, he goes, oh, I'm going to just give him a 10 no matter what, and Petrangelo misses the net, doesn't even score, John Hamm gives him a 19, everyone else gives him 10s. He holds up a one and a nine. And, like, they count that, and so Petrangelo wins the, like, skills competition and not Trevor Zegras, who literally picked up... Yes, he could probably see through the blindfold a little bit, but, like... Well, at least he scored. Scored. Right. <laughs> at least at least he did something. At least he hit the net. All right, let's take another quick break. We'll be back with more of the show, so stay tuned. NFL Analysis Network is your one-stop source for coverage of all 32 teams. We provide in-depth analysis, news, and opinions about all things football. Since you're online anyway, check out NFLanalysis.net. Elevation 5280 Sports exclusive new teammate on the gridiron. I was right in my wheelhouse. Sports make the world go round. Well, at least our world. It's, it's just there's a lot of things that don't make sense to me, and, and I wish... I think the clarity is going to, to show itself when all this plays out, right? I mean, is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? You're leaving that option out there. Why not just keep it for another season? Hop on the wheelhouse with Matt Mascarenas and Michael Spillen live every Sunday morning from 8 to 10 Mountain, talking everything in the sports world from the week before and the upcoming week. Yeah, and I think they knew that they were not going to pick up his option even before and during the draft. And to reference kind of the two guys you were talking about that they did draft, here is Lloyd 
Cushenberry, the the big center, the anchor of the LSU championship team this last college football season, man. They got him. I think this was a steal. Once again, The Wheelhouse, live with Matt and Michael, every Sunday morning from 8 to 10, only on Elevation5280sports.com. Elevating Elevate. Internet Sports Radio. This segment on Elevation 5280 Sports is brought to you by the NFL Analysis Network, your one-stop source for all 32 teams. We should talk about head coach hirings, and I'm going to kind of keep my mouth shut because I feel like I could get myself into some pretty hot water with some of these. Well, the NFL has already gotten themselves in hot water by well, the NFL not that. abiding by the Rooney rule in any way whatsoever. Um, ah, Duke just for, That's good. That's good to hear. We love that. Right. Uh, first one I want to talk about here is uh, Lovey Smith. That's my guy. Chicago Bears uh, head coach formerly, and Illinois head coach as well. So, really, he's coached two of my teams. He's a guy who it feels like his last two stops in the NFL, he was absolutely not given a fair shot, where the Bears finished 10-6, and and they fired him. The Buccaneers fired him after a 7-9 and season where they were not, they were not expected to do well. And they just drafted Jameis Winston, and they said, we want to pair him with an offensive-minded guy. Let's bring in Greg Schiano. Crazy. Absolutely crazy to think that would work. Uh, let's fire Lovey Smith there. So I'm happy he's getting another shot. He's a guy that's meant to be an NFL head coach. He really relates to players well. He's going to have a good defense there. There's a good defense wherever he goes. Hopefully they could just put the offensive pieces in place for him because I, he's, still, he's like one of those guys that – Nobody dislikes Lovey Smith. Everybody roots for him. He's a good guy, so I, I hope he does well. Uh, Mike McDaniel, he was hired by the Dolphins. That just feels like a cover-up-your-tracks move. I don't know if he's going to do well. He feels like a guy that uh, he might be a good head coach, but doesn't feel like he's going to be a good head coach with the Dolphins. You know? I do agree. Um, real quick, Sorry. Kyler Murray's not going to the Steelers, dude. What? Going to the Pirates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to save the Pirates franchise. I, I forgot I, I forgot to mention that. he's, he, Dude, he's 100% going to be a baseball player. He's quitting. He's eligible for the Rule 5 draft. Yeah. Whatever that is. I just saw the tweet. Sorry. I, I'm just... My mind's blown that I missed... He, he was a first-round pick by the Oakland A's. He's he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a Pittsburgh Pirate. Anyway, no. Yeah. First off, Lovey Smith, Darren Ravel said this is a terrible hire, so I'm totally all in. With oh, it's a good hire then. Cool. Ravel said that it was gonna it was the worst thing ever, and you should not. Ravel's be. a racist. He for is. Saying that. Also, was gonna ask him like I almost got into an argument with Ravel where I was just gonna be like, Yeah, I'm, I tweeted at you. You're terrible at your job, but I didn't decide to get into try and start an argument with Darren Ravel because I'm the bigger man. Yeah, I am the bigger man, and Physically and literal and figuratively. Yeah. I don't know. Stupid. Um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm interested to see how this works out. If he can handle uh, what's what's the name of the what's their Greg's cool nickname tagline Dave, thing? Davis Mills. Mills Mafia. There it is. Mills Mafia. I'm excited to see him with Mills Mafia and beard beard or no beard coaching in Houston. I I mean. You, you can keep the beard there because it's an indoor stadium, so he'll be fine. 
it, it's too great of a beard to cut off. True. But, yeah. Like, also, I feel like you just... He's going to cut it for charity, for sure. Nah, he, he, he's he got that old, swirly head coach look now, so... It's true. I, I, th- I think he sticks with it. The beard looks excellent on him. I, I mean, I loved Lovey with the clean shave in Chicago. Man, does he look good with the beard. Man. Yeah. I would make sweet love to that man all night with that beard. What? I, but uh, And uh, Dennis Allen, he got hired by the Saints. Uh, he was their defensive coordinator. Just just became their head coach. Kind of makes sense. Their defense has been good the last couple of years. Seems like a logical next step. I think everybody kind of saw that one coming there. Uh, any other head coaching hires that we need to talk about here since last week? I don't think so. Yeah. Didn't not all of them? It was the Dolphins, the Texans, and the Saints. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. So all the all the spots are looking pretty filled here now. Um, yeah, congrats to all the teams that will be looking for another head coach in three to four years. It's going to be really fun. Won't be me. Josh, um, time, for, uh, time for segments here? Yeah, Kellen, hit me up with your segments. So first I want to talk about uh, Jackass Forever just came out. Yeah. Did you go see it? I did go see it. I saw it with Logan. Um, it was really nice, actually. Uh, but, like, uh, hilarious, too. Um, hey, what, were your, what were your thoughts? Um, so, on going with a girl. I. She. It was. It was. Uh, we were looking th- through movies to watch, and she was like, oh, I got to see the Jackass movie. So I was just like, oh, this, would this you would be have, awesome. Did that, would you have suggested that and, like, taken her to go see yeah, I would have suggested it still. I don't know if we would have ended up seeing it, but I, I was glad that she wanted to go see it, which was really, really great, really convenient because I wanted to see it. But uh, the thing with this, the thing with this movie is, it it did not let up. It did not disappoint from the other Jackass movies at all. You will just say this to yourself the whole time: is like, how the hell are these guys still doing this stuff the whole time? Yes, because. Like, it the didn't bull- drop off. It, it's still insane what they do. And him in the hospital. Yeah. He was very hospitalized, but... Yeah. So my, my question for you is, I think we could go back and forth on this. Like, what, what's your, what are your favorite jackass stunts here, man? I of mean, all time. There, are, there are so many good ones. Um, I absolutely love the, the classic. Anytime a dude gets hit in the groin, it's just objectively funny and that oh. will never not be funny their, the cu- their cup checks in the fourth one the was their hardest cup checks i've seen yes i almost peed my pants during the cup test because they, they, they said they're bringing uh, in a lightweight they bring in francis and ganu yeah bring him in and if you don't if you haven't seen it like the first ones it was a little girl with the original cup check yeah which, Hysterical watching a little girl, a professional heavyweight boxer, punching him in the groin. Hilarious. And then softball pitcher. <laughs> Even funnier because she missed like four times. Oh, my gosh. It welts all over him. P.K. Subban took a slap shot at him. And then a pogo stick. Like <laughs> Pogo, I mean, the the pogo stick stick ruptured him yeah. literally so I, I i wouldn't do it that would 
I can't. No, I just I don't even want to think about that that pain. These guys are insane, absolutely insane. So that's a good one. I'll go. I'll, I'll list off. Um, I'll list off some of my favorites here. Yeah. My favorite all time is um, when Johnny Knoxville went into the store and fought Butterbean. Yes. <laughs> the the best line in Jackass history is Butterbean okay after. <laughs> After he just gets clobbered by him for four rounds, gets knocked out by him like three different times, gets up, like puts him to sleep. He's snoring. He's literally snoring from but from Butterbean. And he wakes up and he goes, hey, "Is Butterbean okay?" Oh, yeah. he's the best. He's he's hilarious. It's, it, like the jackass is just proof that. Slapstick comedy, it hits for anyone. It will it will transcend any race, gender, generation. It's funny to everyone. Funny. Yeah. It, it's great. What 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 else do you have there? Golf course air horn. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably their best prank right there. All time that was a really good one. <laughs> Just I'm it it is like if you, if you're a middle-aged man like on a golf course I don't even blame the guys for getting mad. How do you not get mad at that situation? But <laughs> and then the, and then like they get so mad they start teeing off at them. <laughs> and I think that that would actually work and just makes them laugh even harder. It's it's, it's such a simple idea, but it's so great. That's I yeah. love them. I really hope. I honestly hope if anything, nothing comes out of this, is that like when I was in the theater, everyone there was. I was like one of the youngest people in that theater. So we're kind of at the tail end of like seeing the original Jackass movies. I hope this brings in a whole nother generation of guys that just like want to be daredevils, kids that just want to be stupid. Like, oh yeah. Parents, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of very, very questionable content and very vulgar content in this. But like, if you want your kids to play outside, just show them Jackass. Yeah. That doesn't get your kid off the couch, moving, then he's a lost cause. Yeah, I'm sure we've done we, we've done plenty of dumb stuff. Uh, I mean, not that dumb, certainly, but uh, we, we've we've done some stupid stuff in our yeah. day uh, for sure. Uh, some other ones worth mentioning: the porta potty slingshot so, was the the grossest thing that they've ever done. Right? That has to be yeah. it. So funny. Uh, I mean, and just like. Even watching it from the outside, you're not even safe because you got the air holes up top, and you see yeah. just it spraying through those air holes. That's so, that's so gross. That is, I, I can't believe that 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 happened. Uh, the one that like stuck out to me that made me realize like these guys are actual psychopaths is just them doing the paper cuts. Yeah, and, like they did on their mouth, and like I I could. That's the most unwatchable one I've seen. Oh, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It's like that that's like it's so unnecessary because it's not really gonna overly impress anyone, but it seems like actual torture to me, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. That's but <laughs> dude, My favorite part about these movies though is when they are like it's the ten seconds after they take a huge hit that you have no idea if they're okay or not. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're like, dude, are you okay? And then they're just cracking jokes while he's motionless on the ground. And, <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, seriously, are you good? 
like, wake up, wake up. And they're just like, crack another, they look at the game. Steve looks up at the camera and he makes another joke about the guy just motionless on the ground at his feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, or like, I mean, there, there's some that have been, like, they, they really, like, you didn't need to do that, guys. That was maybe a little too yeah. much because, like, I remember the first one where it's just, like, he's taking, like, a projectile shot at, like, that artillery range or whatever. And um, it's, like, used for crowd control or something. Not even crowd control. Uh, because they were, like, if you, like, we're not going to let allow you to even take this in the chest. Yeah. Because you will die. <laughs> like, you will die if this hits you in the chest. Okay? So you're going to take it in the stomach instead. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I know. And, and, like... That's the that's the one where it's like, like you look you look at Johnny Knoxville and he's like the look in his eyes is like why am I doing this I could actually like that's the one time he's just like I might actually die right now so this might not be worth it the one with the uh, the vulture where they where he just like repeated he's like can we stop now can we please be done now like oh my god they're like no one more one more <laughs> I that I mean. <laughs> The the insane one in the new movie to me was the bear. They, the bear was insane. I thought I literally thought that they were just trying to scare him or like or something. And and you see like he's got a chain on him, and then the chain's not connected to anything. And I'm like, no, what? The bear is like caretaker's like, oh my god, I gotta get in there. Yeah. <laughs> like he's he's grabbing his crotch a little bit too much right now. I should probably like I mean the bear was yeah the bear ate money off of danger yeah. Aaron or not money why did I say money food what is wrong with me? All right, we'll take our last break. We'll be back with more of the show, so stay tuned. Bye, 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 bye. Missed anything during the week from our live shows? Maybe a hot take or hilarious exchange? A groundbreaking opinion or money-making prediction? The BLL is, I'm pretty sure, going to eliminate the MLL very shortly. If not this season, probably next season. Work on getting another receiver right now. Yeah, another offensive lineman. Joker was totally out the picture. Because when he's out there, he's like a sack of potatoes. No worries, we've got you covered. Head on over to Elevation5280sports.com and click on the Shows tab or to Mixcloud and search Elevation 5280 Sports and all of our podcasts are right there at your fingertips. For those listeners who didn't feel that, we just had another one, baby. Elevation5280sports.com Careful, it's tough to breathe up here. This segment on Elevation 5280 Sports is brought to you by Wix.com. Creating a website has never been easier. So we'll, we'll just uh, do our segments and call it a show, huh? Yeah, we definitely should do that. All Who right. For me first. Uh, let's do uh, Coach of the Week here. Coach of the Week, Pete DeBoer. Um, he was the coach for, I think, the Pacific Division, I believe, is where he's coaching now for the NHL. Um, and they interviewed him after, and they were like, uh, what was it like on the bench? And he goes, I'm going to be honest with you, I was pretty hungover today. So. <laughs> Oh, I love that. The week because just like I mean, being honest, he was hungover. He was hungover. So yeah, I respect it. Uh, good, good being honest. You know, you were in Vegas, so you got to do what you got to do. Uh, my coach of the week is Lovey Smith. I I already mentioned it. I'm just happy he's back. Really mm-hmm. happy for him. And I hope he does really well with the Texans. I don't know if he will because that's kind of an abysmal franchise. But if he doesn't, it's not his fault. He's the Texans turnaround. Yeah, player of the week, Josh. 
Player of the Week. Um, who's going to be the Player of the Week? I just thought of a really good one. This is really killing me. Who was my Player of the Week? Wow, this really sucks. It was, I didn't write it down because I was like, I'm not going to forget this one. And I do this every single stupid week. Um, oh, Antonio Brown is one of my Players of the Week. Now oh. Because he actually just took over being the president of one of Kanye's brands. I'm not really sure how that happens and who would choose. He is, he's taking control of Kanye's Donda Sports. Um, so either Kanye gave this Donda Sports to Kim and now wants to see it fail, a little Ted Lasso kind of thing going on here, maybe, or Antonio Brown is about to get in to some stuff with the Kardashians. Either way. It's, it's- gonna be- it's gonna be good content. So uh, that that make, that does make me really happy. That's a really good player of the week because now we know Antonio Brown is not out of our lives for good, no. which is a very comforting thought. For he's me. now gonna have beef with the West slash Kardashians. Yep, yep. And he's still somewhat in sports, which yeah. is you know an area of our expertise he, right there. Yeah, maybe he'll get some partial custody of Northwest to uh, bring that child up. We'll see. Or yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, my player or players of the week here are LeBron's former bitches, uh, Kyle Kuzma and Kevin Love, the scapegoat for all of his problems. Because there's a new one. It is Russell Westbrook. Yep. I get so sick of like LeBron is the GM of every team that he's on, so he's the worst GM of all time because he cannot put together these teams that succeed around him. But he's so good at spin zoning everything that everything. That is wrong with the Lakers, even though LeBron hasn't been exceptional this year, is Russell Westbrook's fault. It is. He did shoot five or one for ten in his last game. Let's let's not even mention that. Who cares? Whatever. It's not his fault. LeBron, you suck. You brought him onto your team. Yeah. You gotta live with the consequences here, dude. No, you he's really- uh, <laughs> he's a million. He goes a million miles an hour, no matter what he's doing. Even if he's missing shots, he'll miss them at a million miles an hour. So. That's uh, that's you should have known that going in. Yeah, that I mean everyone did except for him. So. Yeah, Josh, fan base of the week. Fan base of the week is Pittsburgh Steelers fans because Steelers fans were named the best football fans in of the world. So, okay, I just saw that pop up on my Twitter timeline today. There you go, easy enough right there. I like that. This, Pitt, Pittsburgh fans, best fans in the world. Just a fact. Yeah, they are. Okay. You heard it here first. They are while simultaneously being the worst because they're the best. You yeah. can't like you cannot be the best fan base. You you, you hold both titles at the same you time. Have. And if yeah. you don't, then you're not either. Heavy like, is the head that lays the crown. Yes. Yeah. Uh my fan base of the week is football fans in the state of Wisconsin. Wow, shocker. Am I talking about Packers fans, Josh? Am I? Do you think I am? Well, no, because the highest-selling football jersey in the state of Wisconsin was a Justin Fields jersey. Literally, up yours, every Packers fan ever. You guys suck. You're not supporting your own football team. Goodness gracious, what an embarrassment. Not only to the sport of football, but well, to the United States of America. Have I, some damn pride. Goodness. I do think, no. It could just be because, like, they take 
the Packers fans are using the material of like six jerseys, but it only counts towards one jersey. So I bet the same amount of material was used in Packers jerseys. Yeah, they um, are a lot more expensive to make. Jerseys, yeah. So like maybe Packers fans just don't buy them as often because it's so expensive because of all the materials that go into it because they need like seven XLs. Yeah, or they could have just ran out of material altogether. So there, there's limited inventory. Yeah, yeah. Might be enough material. So. It's like is like imagine like oh my god imagine a flight like Packers fans traveling to like Arizona or something imagine how many seatbelt extensions are going to have to be used on a flight from Arizona to Green Bay there'd be two Packers fans that'd be able to fit oh my god oh <laughs> you can't even bring a carry on <laughs> that is, yeah that's <laughs> I mean if if you're <laughs> You're hitting your weight limit pretty early on that plane ride. That oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, all all carry-ons will now be uh, transported separately two days later via express because we simply cannot support this amount of weight. <laughs> Blame the state of Wisconsin. Blame the cheese curds. Yeah, I don't know. I have I have one friend who's a Packers fan, and it has to be the cheese in the state because he's skinny and yeah. he doesn't like cheese. So see, most of, yeah, most of the Packers fans I know that are. In fact, skinny don't live in Wisconsin and don't really eat cheese that much. So yeah, you usually think that that's like mm-hmm. those people just don't even exist, but there's like two of them at least. Maybe yeah. maybe not that many. I don't know. Uh, but my other fan base of the week is uh, San Francisco sports fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need a moment of silence because once again, a a San Francisco sports fan has been put into a medically induced coma by an L.A. sports fan uh, <laughs> after after a game between their two teams. It it happens a lot. It happens more than you than it should, for <laughs> sure. Like it, the fact that it's happened like multiple times is too many. And then I'm getting multiple notifications on this. Like yeah, it feels like once a year I'm getting a notification. Oh. A Dodgers fan just beat the shit out of a out of a Giants fan. Oh, a Rams fan just knocked out a, a 49ers fan. What? Why, why are the Rams fans knocking out the 49ers fans? They shouldn't be the angry ones. They because won. They're in the Super Bowl. They were just. There's more of them in their stadium, so they Swing, were. More- yeah, that that had that had to be so annoying. Yeah. Because if you're a Rams fan that showed up to that game, good on you. Like you you did your job. That's what you're supposed to do. And you're getting, you're getting outnumbered. Like we talked about last week, you're getting outnumbered by 49ers fans that in your home stadium. What is just looking at this fuming? What's kind of sad is that you can't check off. I feel like it's on any, every NFL fan's bucket list to go see your team play at home, and Rams fans will never be able to check that off. Yeah, because they yeah. won't experience a home game ever. Goodness gracious! I mean, unless the Chargers are playing them, which is nice. Yeah, which will. That's, that's, one of that's that the game, one time. Game is a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> which team has the most fans? The Chargers or the Rams at the game? Actually, the Steelers actually showed up with the most fans for a Rams Chargers game. Surprisingly enough, <laughs> yeah, the Steelers are coming into town next week. They just wanted to see a football game. <laughs> they didn't have much going on, so they flew out. <laughs> yeah, actually, they're not even. Neither team is playing the Steelers this season. They just wanted to catch some ball. Neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it stopped by. Best you know, best fans in the country. I don't know if you heard about it. Worst fans in the country, too. So, sucks. 
Uh, Josh, what is your tweet of the week? My tweet of the week actually comes from the Phoenix Suns. So I don't know if you saw this report. The, the Arizona Coyotes are having a very, very hard time figuring out where to play their games. They're getting locked out of their arena. They are now looking to possibly play at the University of Arizona's multi-sport facility where the capacity is 5,000. So that's where that is. One, they're getting dragged through the mud. Because, well, like, I think it was Brad Marchand, or it was Brad Marchand that was just basically like, well, I mean, they only have 5,000 people now, so I think it'll be a great fit. That's not even my tweet of the week, but that was a hilarious tweet. But anyway, then Gary Bettman's, like, on the phone, and they're talking to the Phoenix Suns, like, hey, can we use your arena temporarily? The Phoenix Suns are like, no, like, we don't want you to use our arena. We're not sharing with you. Like, just straight up, like, there was no no way around it. They literally straight up said no. Phoenix Suns tweet out literally today. This was all last week. One of their players getting off the bus wearing a Coyotes jersey with Howell, hashtag Valley Proud. Damn. Like, <laughs> that is cold-blooded right there. That is so mean. <laughs> that's called bullying right there. That, that's all that is. That's cyberbullying. It's like, no, you guys can't use our arena. But hey, look how... Look at the Arizona pride we have. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's atrocious. That's oh, that's so funny. The timing of the whole situation is wonderful. Oh, it's so great. I love it. Excellent, excellent tweet of the week there, Josh. Uh, my tweet of the week comes from Donald Driver. Did you see this? No, uh, maybe, but no. Okay, I'm about to text it to you because I you everyone needs to see this. Uh, just give give it one second for it to sound. Donald Driver, former Packers wide receiver, just so everyone knows. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is the most messed up tweet I have seen. It's it's so bad. <laughs> it did. I mean, okay. I will preface this by by saying I I do not want to make fun of the way people mourn deaths in their family, but even this deserves comment. It's too out there to not be commented on. So Donald Driver tweeted out today: "I laid my queen to rest. Love you." Dot 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 dot. Hashtag Rip Granny. And then he posts a picture of him laying in bed next to his dead grandmother. And his, his grandma just open mouth, like the most <laughs> dead looking person of all time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at. I can't look away. <laughs> it, it's bad. Like. And, and again, I like we're not making fun yeah, of yeah. the death or anything, but like you don't tweet that out. Did he get ratioed? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I, I I don't need to check the numbers on that to know that he did. Like people are gonna be respectful and everything, which is good. They should be. But that's just a bananas tweet to send out. It, it like it doesn't even seem real to me. That is so funny. I can't believe that's a real thing. It's so it's so like out there that I'm not even bring making fun of the fact that he paid, played for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. That is so, it's not even worth mentioning in this situation. So funny. 
So that I, I figured that would be an interesting one to bring up. That's uh, that, that's been living in my head all day. Just that image of <laughs> she's so clearly dead in that picture, dude. <laughs> she's like, it's not a picture was taken while she was sleeping. Before, like, I mean, Donald Driver tears in his eyes, laying laying in his dead grandmother's bed with the body still there. It's it's quite the it's quite the image. If you if you haven't seen it, I recommend you look it up. It's so- out there. Uh, anything else here, Josh? Before we wrap up the show? No, I don't think so. I think that's all. It was a good show. We'll be back with the full Super Super Bowl breakdown after this game i might be here i might not be who knows we'll see what happens it could be the end of me i've seen a lot but i don't know if i can move through this so we'll see y'all next week stand by this week yep see you next time bye Streaming live on your computer and on your smartphone. Check out Elevation5280sports.com for all the information you need. Download the apps, put in the link, and you're good to go on the go. Elevation5280sports.com. Careful, it's tough to breathe up here.